Reds, Frisco, why aren't you here? Well, there's a number of reasons why you might not get here. Maybe one's a ticket, plus couldn't get off work. I get it. That's why we are bringing the sounds of this trip to you. I want to thank our sponsors again, Gate City Bank, North Harvest Bean Growers Association, SRS Commodities, and Bonanza Bean for making this trip possible. Josh Swanson, Swanee, is my co-pilot for the day. We uh, do have a Rocky Hager sighting. We're going to have him join us here in just a moment. You can about imagine when a legend like this walks into a place full of Bison fans. Everyone's wanting to stop by, say hello, get a photo, and uh, we uh, are very accommodating, so we're going to allow that to happen. But I'm looking forward to uh, visiting with Rocky as he does take a seat. When we uh, uh, later on in the program, like I said, we're going to have Mike Hardy on as well. Had a chance to visit with him uh, earlier in the week. We'll play back some of that as as far as what is it like to be a a, uh, a former player watching uh, this unfold yet again down in Frisco. So that's coming up a little bit later on. But ladies and gentlemen, very happy to introduce you to former Bison football coach Rocky Hager joins us on Afternoons Live. Coach, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Having a blast being here. Uh, the last time I got to be here is in 2011, and the thing that has to coordinate for me is I am a committee member for the American Football Coach Association, and our convention needs to co coincide with this. The last time I was here, the convention was in San Antonio, and tomorrow evening I'm flying to San Antonio to be with my committee meeting Sunday morning. Well, this worked out just swell. Oh, perfect. Fantastic. And, and i got to be honest with you, after today, it will be hard for me not to come back. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, there would have to be some major, major adversity that would keep me from being able to be back because I've had so much fun reconnecting with, with people that I haven't seen for a long time, guys that were alumni players when I had the privilege of being at NDSU, uh, Del Garrett. Uh, I mean, there, there's just so many. Uh, Ardell Wigant, and, and we've had stories that we swapped about when we were when I was at Augustana recruiting and how he, he and I connected. Uh, being an old Harvey guy and his being a Laramore guy, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's been a blast so far. Now, coach, you know, when you when you walked in here to Wild Pitch, it was almost a mob scene. You had a bunch <laughs> of Bison fans descend on you, wanted to say hi, shake your hand, and we appreciate you being on the show today. You gave my twin brother Justin and myself the opportunity to be ball boys for the football program, and my we Maddox boys, the Maddox boys, <laughs> Harvey and Maddox, right there, the connection and. You know, that really got us started in the whole Bison program and our involvement. And, and you visited with me. You know, you mentioned former players, Jeff McKinnon and, and his battle with cancer. And yes. he just got back from, from the Mayo Clinic and a successful treatment. So I got to imagine, you know, as a, a coach of those guys, it's just got to mean the world to you to see them at practice. I mean, there's so many. It would be unfair to start listening all of them. But... When you, when you walk in and all of a sudden Mike Favor, who is a two-time All-American center force, comes over and gives you a hug. Or last night when I went to one of the places and, and I turn around and I, this guy grabs a hold of me. I can't see who it is, and it's Arden Beachy. Uh, I mean, it, it's been it, it's been a lot of fun. And, and uh, I will say it this way. I know that the privilege of being able to get to do what I got the ability to do at NDSU was a blessing and I'm sure thankful that I've had that opportunity. And yet you've had all kinds of experience with championship success at North Dakota State, a defensive coordinator on the 85 and 86 teams, head coach 88, 90, 14 and 0, undefeated years, national football coach of the year, both those seasons. 
What is it about this program, you know, having been the head coach here and now coming back today, what is it about North Dakota State where you, you see some programs, they'll have a, a run of maybe five, six, ten years and kind of fade off, or even Miami right now, they're, they ebb and flow. But ever since the 1960s when uh, Coach Mutra got here and, and Izzy, Dennis Israel, where, you know, Don Morton, yourself, Earl Solomonson, uh, Craig Bold, and now Coach Kleiman, that championship success. I've said this many times today and a little bit last night. Things started because of Herb Albright, the president. He wanted a football program to win. Um, I've told the story many times in recruiting while I was at NDSU. He wanted to pattern the program after what was going on at Penn State because that's where he came from. He hired Daryl Mudra. Coach Mudra did a great job of finding talent. But the biggest asset he brought to campus was Dennis Israel. And, and after Moods moved on, Izzy's the guy that was the, the gatekeeper to seeing to it that the traditional things were not lost. Doesn't mean he wasn't allowing any kind of adjustment or change, but he was a, it was a magnificent gatekeeper. And having been at NDSU in 1979 and 80 as a GA and connecting with Izzy, was the biggest blessing I had to see to it that the things that were important for tradition, work ethic, never giving up, fourth quarter, all those things, Izzy's the one that saw to it that that was taught and passed on. Um, God rest his soul, he made a huge difference not only to the football program but to the entire athletic department and the university. I mean, Izzy... It should be he should be sainted. Things things like once a bison, always a bison. You know, is the former marine that that came from him. The once a bison, always a bison. And you know, you look around wild pitch where we're at, and you see people with T-shirts that say that once yeah. a bison, always a bison. Something that that Izzy started and and that was carried on throughout the years. You know, coach, you you had an opportunity in 1990 before playing IUP in the national championship game. Chris Sindorm, your quarterback won the Harlan Hill is the Division II National Player of the Year. And tonight, Easton Stick is one of the finalists for the Walter Payton. And we heard today at the press conference that Easton's going to be with the team tonight. He's not going to the awards ceremony because of the, the time at night that it's occurring. How, how do you balance that as a, a coach and with that player relationship where he's got the, the recognition as being the most outstanding player in his level in a banquet, but then you have to play that championship game the next day and he's your quarterback. In 1990, obviously, it was going to be there for Simi, and we knew Simi was going to be there. And the reason that Simi was able to be there is we discovered a way with which we didn't have banquet tickets, but all of our team was able to come in and be on the periphery while the announcement was being made. They couldn't be in there the whole time. And, and it was one of those deals where you got a lump in your throat when they said Chris Simdorn. Yeah, I remember the, the Bison video that came out in the, the mid-90s about it. And we had Brock Jensen, the former NDSU quarterback, on earlier in the show. And he, he deflected the credits to his teammate. And, and Chris Sindorn did the same thing at that bank. But in his speech, he talked about how it was all the guys in the back of the room, his teammates. And that, that culture, to me, you know, watching so much college football and NFL football, it really sets the tone, doesn't it? Coming from your quarterback where there's such team-centric guys focused on the team success. The part that I think is so special about Bison football is 
to a man, and it goes back to Coach Mudra, they understand that they are a part of something special, and that part is much bigger than themselves. And, and I see it with the way the team plays now, the physicality, the, the work ethic they put into to, to going about doing things. Um, and I have not met the man, but I am uh, thoroughly convinced the person that has kind of picked up and carried on Coach Kramer. I mean, yeah. he yeah. is he is the new version, if God forbid, that he is the new version of Dennis Israel. He is the guy that made sure that there isn't any resting on our laurels. And, and there's there's so much to be thankful for, and, and the the attitude that gets built and, and bred in the weight room carries over to the practice field. The attitude in the practice field carries over to the game field. And, and all of that then goes on to, if you get a reward, that award is shared. Um, in 1988, when I had the privilege of being the named National Coach of the Year, my comment back to the crowd at the ASCA convention was, this is shared by 103 players, a bunch of graduate assistants and full-time assistants, wives, and a school administration. We got Rocky Hager, former North Dakota State coach, NDSU Hall of Famer, class of 2000. We're going to take a commercial break here. Tyler, you want to take that on, uh, lead yeah. us into that? Yeah, uh, what we'll do, uh, so do you, uh, Rocky, or Coach, you have a couple more minutes for us? Or do you sure. have to get going? Perfect. I'll, I'll stay as long as you'd like. Hey, well, we're having a great time. We might uh, have you regret that later on. But let's uh, take a quick break and cut up with KFGO News. More after news live with Coach Rocky Hager right after this. Tyler Axis, your host. Accompanying me to my right is Josh Swanson. You can hear him on our brother station, 740 The Fan, with Heard It Here with Swanee. And we're fortunate enough, we asked, gracious enough to give us more time, Coach Rocky Hager. Thanks my for privilege. doing it. So we were having one of those conversations off air that, of course, oh, should have had the mic on. Uh, we, we ended up uh, talking recruitment. So let's talk about every year this this team, dating all the way back, you know, previous to even you, recruiting classes have just been phenomenal. What's the secret to that? Uh, some of it is making sure you get into the smaller schools. I mean, one of the things that, that having started my coaching career at Sherwood, which is nine-man football, was there are good players that play nine-man football. Now, they may not be as well-developed as you see coming out of Stillwater, Minnesota, or Fargo North or South, but they have a lot of athletic ability and with time can develop into being really good players. Um, Sean, a guy that I just bumped into from uh, Minnesota, Sean Stewart, with a nose guard force, he was a high school fullback and a hockey goalie, and he got to be a big guy and was a very good nose guard force. Now he's only five, I'll say 5'11", but I think that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Generous 5'11". Yeah. But the guy had great pressure and had all kinds of tip passes because he put good pressure on quarterbacks. Well, if we aren't looking at nine-man football, Stu never comes to NDSU. And he came to us as a walk-up. And you look at guys now on this roster, it's interesting you bring that up because North Dakota State still does that. Tanner Volson, center, FCS Offensive Lineman of the Year. Belfort, North Dakota, small town, nine-man kid. Just up the road from my hometown. And, and North Dakota, whether it's, you know, Landon Leckler, the Plankers, and even uh, players like in North Dakota, the, the Tyler Rolls, 
of the world, and we've got a linebacker now, uh, Jordheim from Dickinson. NDSU has always done such a tremendous job of finding the talent in North Dakota and developing him into really, really good college football players. I'll go back to, again, the place the development happens is in the weight room. And, and whomever's in charge of that needs to be a real stud. And, and that's an old horse term, so I'll, I'll, I'll beg to go along with me. And that has made a huge difference. And prior to having a full-time strength coach, we as coaches would go up into the weight room and the whole staff would be there and see to it that we were getting the right stuff accomplished and the right technique being done in the, in the strength enhancement category. And, and that made a tremendous difference. One of the things that went on when I first had the opportunity to be the head coach is we made the decision as a staff that there was going to be a member of the NDSU staff in every high school playing school in the state of North Dakota and get to all of the nine-man schools in your recruiting territories when you were, went out and started recruiting those areas because those youngsters, as I said earlier, probably weren't as well developed but had a lot of athletic ability and we could develop them and build them. They may not be much to start out with as a red shirt and then as a redshirt freshman they start to blossom and then next thing you know as a sophomore they're kicking tail on the field and making things happen now michael tollenbach you recruited him out oh, of Maddox, yeah. north dakota he was a member of the all 25 year team at the fargo dome and michael was a very very good free safety force um we played a lot of robert coverage then so he was like a lined up deep linebacker and he did a heck of a job of coming through the alley and making plays and, and was a very good coverage guy as well. Um, actually, I haven't seen Michael in a long time. I hope he's doing well. I he's, hope he's here. He's, he's doing very well. He's uh, in Jamestown. His son is a, a stud basketball football player for him, and I think Jamestown's rated number one in the state in hoops, and his, his son's going to play football starting next year for Coach Lockway at Moorhead State. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's North Dakota. Lockway, that's another guy I recruited. I mean, yeah. it, it, there's so much fun There's so much here. history. Right? Yeah. And we, we have Rocky Hager, former North Dakota State football coach, NDSU Hall of Fame in 2000, a 91-25-1 and 25 record in 10 seasons with NDSU, head coach of the 88 and 90 national championship teams and a defensive coordinator for the 85 and 86 teams. Coach, having been through championship game experiences, what, what was your message to some of those teams the night before the championship? Well, the, there's one thing that is usually a, the best indicator to who's going to be the national champion. The team that turns the ball over the least. And the team that creates the most takeaways the most. If you are able to do those two things, you have a very, very good chance of winning the national championship. As I've watched our teams play, they do a very good job of taking care of the football, and they do a heck of a job of hawking the ball and, and seeing to it that things are taken care of. To which I think that will be a big deciding factor come tomorrow afternoon is, is how well they take care of the thing. On you know, if you take care of the rock, you got a chance to win. If you take it away, you got a better chance to win. I'm going to ask ask you to put your coaching hat on for a minute. Eastern Washington's quarterback, sophomore Eric Barrier, facing the best defense he'll have seen in his entire playing career tomorrow in NDSU's defense. If you're approaching that game, Coach Best from Eastern Washington with an offensive game plan, do you try to get him in a rhythm early with some short passes or some safe plays, or do you do you just let her buck and let him get after it? One of the things that's a changed element in college football is what we call the 50-50 ball, and that's lining up somebody wide and, and throwing it up and giving your receiver a chance to make a play. Uh, uh, my 
humble opinion is they'll try a few of those. How we hold up in that kind of situation will determine whether they go back to try and work the, the easy get underneath, make people miss kind of thing. And the 50-50 ball is something that you better have good protection. And as you see the smile on my face, that kind of plays into some good advantage that we, we should help hopefully have good pass rush pressure and that kind of thing. And I know Coach Kleiman's got a heck of a plan put together. Um, he, he, is a, he is brilliant at seeing to it that things are in the right order on both sides of the ball, and, and that's why there's been so much success while he's been in charge. Coach Rocky Hager with us here on Afternoons Live with Tyler Axness and Josh Swanson. Coach, for you, you talked about it earlier, but just seeing you know what you guys had, had taken from Coach Mudra and from Izzy, and then carrying that on when you when you see it grown into what it has today, when you know twenty thousand people are coming up from back in North Dakota, and there, there's literally a Bison fan from every state in the lower forty-eight in town for this game. What is that? Oh, what wow. is that like for you to see what this program has become? Well. And you heard me say this before. I just feel very blessed to have had the opportunity to be the guy that got to guide them. And very blessed to have been correctly mentored by people like Dennis Israel, Earl Salmonson, uh, Pat Simmers, uh, Steve Armstrong, Mike Daly, uh, Don Morton. They, they all provided a very good foundation with which I was able to, to see some things and... and I'm an emotional, passionate guy about what what goes on, and I think our our players during our tenure there played with that same emotion, that same grit. I mean, when it got to be fourth quarter, our teeth were, were we we bore down, we we got after it, and I still see the same thing happen. Um, that's how you end up with the 18 or 19 play drive to beat Kansas State. That, that's how you end up with the two-minute drive to win the national championship. I mean, those are all huge elements, and, and that is, again, that, that's something that's been passed on, and thank heavens I had the privilege to try and share my portion of it. Coach, I appreciate you taking time today. This is very fun. I know Swanee's very passionate, and you guys obviously have the background, the Maddox Harvey thing. I'll throw myself in there. Yeah, Leeds, the Leeds Maddox connection that we have, but it's been a blast listening uh, to the conversation. Leeds is home area too. Don't there you that. go. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear today. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a lot of fun. Thank you for allowing me to be with you, Coach. Coach. We certainly appreciate it. It means the world that you took time out of your schedule to come in and talk to Bison Nation on KFG, all of our listeners back home, and I know there's a lot of people that are just kind of watching, keeping an eye on you. So you you might need yeah. some security walking out because I think a lot of fans yeah. are going to want to visit with you. I'm seeing people getting their cell phones ready for those photos. I'm sure you're going to be in plenty of. <laughs> I was asked this question about what are some of the best sounds in all of sports. My quote was, starts out like this, far across the plains of Fargo. Standing there for all to see. Amen, Rocky. Amen. That is the one of the best sounds in the entire world. Amen. Bison once, bison twice. <laughs> yep, with the, we leave it at that one. Coach, it's been a blast. Thanks for stopping over. My privilege. Thank there you. There you go. Coach Rocky Hager, former NDSU coach, joining uh, Josh Swanson, myself, Tyler Axis, here on Afternoons Live. Real privilege there. You'll be able to catch that podcast on KFGO.com. We'll have some photos up there as well about the scene, along with Coach Hager and Really just the vibes going on right here at the Wild Pitch and across 
the Frisco area where we are for the next day. As you know, the game does kick off tomorrow at 11 o'clock. You can catch that right on our brother station, 740 The Fan. Kickoff is at 11. The programming, though, starts before that. you got Swanee's herded here uh, starting off at 8 o'clock. You're going to have some others as well, including Chase Miller, Derek Hansen, the whole crew will be having wall-to-wall coverage. Just take a quick break. When we come back, more afternoons live. Coming to you live down in Frisco at the Wild Pitch Bar and Grill. Yeah. 